Welcome to Leveling Up With Love. I'm your host, life and love coach, Mary Howard. Inside this podcast, we explore our mindset, learn how to appreciate and influence our brain and body to create love and compassion for yourself and those around you. I am so glad you're here and I'm super excited for you to love this episode. For more, connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome and welcome back. This week, the episode is a little bit different. I had a really fabulous opportunity to connect in the coaching space with another beautiful human who is an author, an authenticity coach, and spiritual consultant. Her name is Chloe Lindsay. She has a podcast called Bridging the Gap. And as a follow-up to last week's episode where we talked about giving ourselves, giving yourself flexibility, giving yourself some time and grace and kindness after breakup, after heartbreak, after divorce, and aligning with that as the universe always has such a beautiful way of bringing us exactly what we need. When I was speaking with Chloe, she asked a lot of questions about what would you do first? Like what's most important in that space afterwards? And how do we start that process of becoming aware of who we are and getting to know ourselves? And so Chloe asked me some really great questions and we had a really beautiful conversation. And so I would like to share that with you here. I will also link to the full episode on within Chloe's show. And for the excerpts, you can just stay right here. I hope you love this collaboration and I'm sending you so much love. Until next time, be well. Beginning to warm up to the idea that you are lovable, that we're all lovable simply because we exist. And whatever has happened to us does not define us, right? And it doesn't mean or direct what happens in our future. And so there's like so many different levels and everything in the journey is so personalized. But the first step is really beginning to warm up to the idea that we are in fact lovable. And how can we do that and open up to that and create that really powerful and meaningful relationship that we can have with ourselves so that as we go out into all other relationships, we can we can benefit, we can contribute, we can grow and expand with each other. Oh, that's so good. That's so, so good. I could not agree more. Um, I've always said, you know, that saying like we accept the love we think we deserve. Well, if you have to like look in to yourself first and be like, well, how much do I love me? Because everything is energy and whatever you put out in the world is going to come back to you. So someone can only love you as much as you love yourself. Mm. And I think that often we tend to fill the void of our lack of love with someone else's love. And so we expect them to love us more. And when they don't, it, it upsets us or it does whatever, but it's not their job to fulfill the love within us We're, we should be doing that ourselves. So true, Chloe. And so when we experience any 
traumas in our childhood, et cetera, we, we tend to recreate that throughout our adult relationships until we become aware. And at the point that we can become aware, then we can make new choices, right? But it's a matter of really opening up to that. And I know my personal experience and what I see when working with others, you know, we continue to make these decisions until we can get clear or at least become open to exploring it exploring why is it right because like through my experience I had uh, dated or been in relationship with men that all kind of had a lot of similarities right and had left me love left me like upset hurt feeling abandoned disappointed alone and I was like it just didn't I couldn't understand why right like why is it for everyone else and you go through all the stages of thinking why it's for other people or maybe it's just not for me I'm not lovable right and like so much of this is so human but we so many of us suffer alone for long periods of time which is what inspires me to do the work that I do is because like I said earlier you know so much connects us there's we have so much more in common than we think and so when we get clear on that and we can kind of explore it and say you know something like this may have been my experience this may have happened to me and i can learn from it i can grow from it and now i can make decisions from a different place knowing that i am in fact lovable not that i you know not for any specific reason other than the fact that i'm here and i'm alive and i've been given life and that's true for everyone that's true for all of us so good. I'm loving it. I'm loving listening to you. I can tell you're passionate about helping people like explore their inner healing and and that love. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I've, I live the journey. It's so powerful. And until we real, until we know, until we become aware, it just seems like this parallel universe, but it's really available for all of us. So true. And I definitely see, like, I agree with like finding people that kind of keep continuously doing the same thing. Um, it, it is, it's, it's so intriguing whenever you you're doing this inner healing and you're digging deeper and, you know, I, we're, I feel like people are like onions and we're just like layer after layer. We got to go deeper yes. and deeper, you know? And I have found that like, I, I reflected back on all of my relationships and like the similarities in people and then even saw where I was the toxic one and I had to sit with that. And then I was able to connect that back to like childhood to like my mother or my father and like, you know, how, because what the love relationships you get in, 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 you know, in the now or in the future does stem from how you were brought up as a child or how you were shown love then. So we tend to seek love, how we saw love to be. You know, I saw it very Mm -hmm. toxic. You know, my parents were very toxic Mm -hmm. and with each other, especially. And so, you know, whenever I was married, when we would, when we would fight, I would pack up all my stuff and leave because that's Mm -hmm. what my mom would do. I remember getting on the bus with my mom and my brother from Texas and riding all the way back to Oklahoma. I can't tell you how many times that that started when I was like four And so somewhere deep down, like I connected that with, well, I got to run and they got to chase me, you know? 
And I eventually ended up apologizing for that when I realized, oh my God, how toxic that is. You know, no one should have to, I shouldn't mm. have to pack up my stuff and run and be chased. Um, but the more I think that we do like the inner child healing and the, you know, forgiving of the parents, cause they're human too, right? Like they're going off of what they were taught and somewhere in the chain, we got to break it. And yes. Yeah. So I feel like with that inner child healing and like just really a lot of forgiveness and we're able to like let go of that, um, whatever that, that trauma is that that's that stagnancy in our way from being able to love ourselves and to be able to fully open up to love from someone else. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, as we go through life, if love, if, if life teaches us that like love hurts or we we have to run from love or we have to be chased for love or right like you, you mentioned like in your story in your experience whatever it is that we learn we do definitely recreate that or that men will disappoint us right or men like whatever the case may be and so then we can come to this place of like okay this is what we experienced and this is why Right. And now like that's our survival mechanism. That's how we stay alive. Our brain loves to conserve energy and stay comfortable. So it's like the brain, we often think that like, if we're doing things a certain way, there's something quote unquote wrong with us, but really the brain is just a fancy, not just, but it's a fancy organ inside our skull, right? Just like your heart beats, your brain thinks. So it's going to go based on what we know or what we've seen or what we've experienced. And so that's like our default. It's no one's fault. There's no fault in it, right? It's always just coming from a space of learning. Like nobody knew any better. But when we know better, now we can kind of deliberately direct the brain and say like, okay, this is what happened. And we don't, maybe it may not have been what we would have liked and what, you know, whether right or wrong or in between, like we can forgive that in a way that says like, okay, we may not accept it. We may not want to recreate it, but it's what is. And when we learn and we know better then we can do better without the, but, but by letting go. Right. Cause when we forgive, we forgive what for us, uh-huh. we can't necessarily everyone like is just where I, I really truly believe that we're all doing the best we can with the knowledge and resources that we have at the time. So when we know a little bit better, we do better and then we can redirect our brain and it takes intention and it takes consistency and it takes effort. But the first step is that awareness piece. Like, okay, now that I know this, now, how do I, how do I want to experience love? How would love, how could love lo- look if I put some intentionality around it or I made some new decisions or choices like how do I want to feel in this experience exactly exactly I always say keep your emotions real but keep your thoughts positive or at least try to you can redirect your thinking like if you go down a rabbit hole of I can't believe they left me or they were divorced whatever whatever I mean allow yourself to go there for a moment but then do know that you have the ability to stop yourself and go this isn't the reality I want to create 
Right. I, like you said, be intentional. And what that, in, that intention again is energy and that'll send out, you will create the reality that you want. So intend for yourself to have a better reality and know that you're powerful enough to create that. Yes. Yes. So what would you say is um, maybe the first step that one could or should take toward their healing journey after a divorce? So I think is that is like really taking a look at behaviors and where they're coming from and why, and then really deciding like how you want to move forward. I had only a a few long-term relationships and then ended up in my marriage, which then ended in divorce. Right. But it was like experience in early childhood, like uh, my relationship, I had a relationship in my early twenties that was like manipulative, controlling, abusive, right. That was over, moved on. That's great. Moving, like always moving, hopefully making some shifts, but just like never really getting clear on why I continue to make the same decisions, then getting married and divorced in my thirties. And then it's like, I, a little shortly after I had gotten divorced, I moved into a new relationship and it was very, very similar to my marriage. And I was just like, no, this cannot happen anymore. Right. (laughs) So it's like, I'm not doing this again. So really looking at like, okay, why do we do the, why are we in this? Why do we keep recreating this? And that requires intention. It requires some stillness. It requires thinking about like what you might need to shift, what might need to be different. Like, what do you want it to look like? And where is it coming from? Oftentimes, like, you know, we, we think that after, especially after divorce, like if someone's listening to this and they just went through heartbreak or divorce, we have these feelings of fear and loneliness we're scared. We think like we're never going to meet anybody again, or we have too much baggage or again, just like the general all, you know, not feeling lovable. And so then we do all these things to like distract or Mm. avoid, right? Like I know I did a lot of drinking, Drinking, eating, shopping, like just dating again, dating people that weren't really available or that were not going to be in healthy relationship myself included, right? Like you said, it's like, we learn to love, we love others to the level that we're loving ourselves. So I take complete responsibility in all of this, but at first it was like, okay, you know, we're just going to have fun or we're going to go out and be like super social and just over drink or over consume basically. Or on the other hand, what others, some people do and what I think I did, I personally did a lot of both, but it was like, just totally isolate. Right. And then like, or have completely expectations that are too, that are just not realistic. Like I'll only date someone when this happens. Right. Cause again, your brain is like trying to protect you. It's like, we're not doing that again. So how are we going to just completely stay out of it? So we start doing these distracting behaviors or these avoidant behaviors. What is so valuable and what's so important is that instead of looking at this as like the end or looking at this, like you're broken and it's you and it'll never be different or Like you'll never, it's like, there's not a a sob just recognizing like, no, this, you are a whole and complete and lovable human. Thank you for sharing this time together. Spread the love by rating and sharing this episode and be sure to be filled with even more love by subscribing for future episodes. Personalized coaching is the fast track to reaching your desired outcomes message me the word love at Mary Howard MC 
at gmail.com. DM me at maryhoward.mc on Instagram or book a call at mary-howard.com. I look forward to connecting and helping you create all the love.